All right, and we are back with another episode. And joining me today, we have Gracie Carroll. How are you? Hello, I'm so good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Doing <laughs> um, Gracie, for starters, those who are watching may not know you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Yeah, well, first, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's so awesome to meet you. And I'm really excited to see what uh, kind of questions you have for me. Um, but I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, I literally lived there all my life until at the age of 17. Um, by that time, I had already been writing songs. I started at 11. Um I was already going out and trying to perform places and I had some really cool opportunities um, around country music in Cincinnati that kind of pushed me to, to drive to Nashville. And, and I've been living here ever since I've been here for seven years now, I'm 24. Um, and I have been recording and releasing music since 2018 now, but writing it for such a long time. I studied music at Belmont University. I got a degree in music there. And then um, right out of high school or high school, college, I got a job to work on a cruise ship as a female lead country singer. And so I did that for four months. COVID hit and then I came back to Nashville and uh, I've still just been releasing and writing music, doing what I love. I play downtown Broadway in Nashville, Tennessee now. And um, yeah, that's, I think that's my whole summary of myself. Whole summary. I love it. And <laughs> that's me. You started young. Was music in the household or just something you just fell in love with, started writing? It wasn't really in the household of my family being musicians or, or singers or anything. Now my mom could sing. She's a really great singer actually, but um, nobody ever pursued anything in the music industry. And I just kind of fell in love with it because my parents loved older country music and they kind of just, they didn't drag me into it, but that's, all they listened to so it was kind of all I listened to too you know as a kid and you're in the car growing up they turn on a, their cd and it happens to be I don't know Terry Clark or Alan Jackson George Strait you know all those like older people and I just really fell in love with how they tell a story in a song country music and so um that's when I started writing songs and Taylor Swift came about. She was actually a huge, 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 which for a lot of songwriters, she is but a huge inspiration for me to pursue music. Um, and so my sister I, and I am actually a triplet. Um, I have three sisters. Two of us are, or three of us are all the same age and one of us is older. But we were in a duo together in our teenage years called Two Thirds. And so I think when we started that, that's where we, I kind of was like, okay, cool. Like we could actually like make a living out of this. This is fun. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I think that's where I, I really got started um, doing all that. And um, 
Yeah, I got in touch with a lot of radio stations and uh, I sang with Keith Urban in Cincinnati, which was a really cool opportunity. I think that's what really, really pushed me to come to Nashville. So um, I have a lot of really great, inspiring people I could thank for making me be here in Nashville today and doing everything that I'm doing. And uh, sorry, that was a really long answer. All good. I'm like, just let her run with it. Just let her go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, tell me about the the boat thing. I I've always wondered what it's like working on a boat or doing something like that. Like, how was the whole experience? Oh my gosh, um, it was awesome. I say that with so much love in my heart but also something where it's like, it was probably a one-time experience and I'll never do that again. Um, But it was so cool because I never have been anywhere out of the country. I've never traveled, had to buy a passport, buy a passport, I had to get one. Um, And I, I, I got it because I actually auditioned for the General Jackson here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a showboat. And the production company that puts it on told me when I auditioned, they were like, we really love your sound, um, but everybody auditioning here and where you stand don't really mash up together. So everybody who was auditioning kind of had musical theater training and studied that in college. And um, I didn't. I was I was full on commercial music I studied country music I knew how to sing that and that's what I sang and um, the General Jackson Showboat is a country show so I was like that's perfect for me but um so once they told me that they were like we really like you Um, we're gonna give you a call back we're gonna see what we can do with you so I went back and when I had a call back they offered me the job to work on the cruise ship they were um trying to get in touch with people um, on cruise ships to send country bands to ships that needed them. And they were like, we have one on there already. That was our first one, but we really want you to be our next singer. So I was like, okay, that's awesome. I get to travel the world, sing song country songs on a cruise ship, meet a ton of people. That's a dream. That's exactly what I want to do. And so it was awesome. I performed, I think, I think I had one day off a week. I performed every single night on the ship. I went to, I was on the Mexican Riviera. So we were based out in LA and I went to like uh, Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. We went through the Panama Canal um, on the other side to around Florida. And we went to Aruba Cartagena in uh, South America. It was just so awesome and a really great experience. Now the ship life though, that's where I'm like, this is why it's a one-time experience because it did get pretty lonely. Um, You could only really eat at certain times. Um, You were always on a schedule. It was just like super, super crazy for me. And the people there who work there, it takes a certain kind of person to be able to get along with them, I guess. And I easily did, but definitely not my style of living, but it was awesome. Interesting. I've always been, always been uh, curious of that. So that's, that's interesting. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You got the full scoop. Yeah. That's, uh, (laughs) that is, I mean, that's still amazing though. All those places you got to go see and 
you know, even though you have oh, to, yeah. You know, so cool. I would go on a cruise again. Yeah. I've never been on like a cruise before that, but I would totally do a cruise. I just want to live on it for four months. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. I wanted to talk to you about TikTok. You're you're you you love TikTok. I see you always I love on it. TikTok. Uh, <laughs> you're crushing it. You got over 82,000 followers. What's your favorite thing about the platform? Um, gosh, I just really love that anybody can get on there and show off their creativeness. Yeah. And if it's a good video, you know, then it'll go, it, it will be on people's for you pages and people will see it. And um, it literally could be anybody. It could be a, a video about somebody really loving a dog, somebody really loving about a person, so, somebody writing a song, somebody releasing a song, somebody performing anything, somebody just making something weird, somebody telling about their life. Anything could go viral on that thing. Nope. And somebody can see it. And I think it's a really, really great platform for those who struggle um, to like, I don't know, talk to people, kind of get to know, know people. Um, it's, a, it's a good way to put yourself out there. And I think that helps a lot of people. But you do have to be careful with that because um, it can be damaging when you compare yourself to a lot of people too. But my favorite thing about it is being able to do that and put out music and people see it and they're like, Oh my God, that's cool. Absolutely. Do you, do you feel that this platform is always going to be a platform that like might help artists, you know, cause I see a lot of artists going on there now and get their songs noticed a lot quicker and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And it's definitely been that way for the past couple of years too. Like for example, Priscilla block, I think she was one of the first like really big uh, country artists in Nashville to get a viral video off of a song they wrote. And now she's signed to a record record label and going on tour. And she just released her debut album. Like that is awesome. Um, I don't know how long, cause you never know how, how long social media apps will go. Like for example, MySpace, that didn't last a long time. Yeah. But, and, and what was it before? It's called Musical.ly and Vine, you know, all those apps before. You never know. There's always going to be something, the next best thing. So it may not be TikTok, but it may be another app. And uh, whatever app it is, I think it definitely, TikTok definitely has changed the music industry about um, how A&R people at labels are, are looking at artists nowadays to sign. So it's cool. And um, it, it opens it to everybody in the world. Absolutely. It's per- I, it's perfect because I find sometimes some labels are very picky. And now that they kind of go to TikTok, they could, you have a good voice, a great song, they're on you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's right. I think it's a good opportunity for, for artists these, these days. So, yeah, it's so wonderful. And that's what happened with Breakup Season as well. My song that went viral in uh, July. Um, I got like almost 3 million views on TikTok and on Instagram, Instagram reels actually do a lot better for me. Instagram reels got about over 7 million views, which was insane. And then, um, ended up releasing it and I, I did get, um, interest in some labels and, and publishing 
uh, labels and all that, but um, I still haven't really found exactly, you know, the right thing for me. So I'm still waiting it out. Um, But it's just so cool seeing what these kind of platforms can do. Absolutely. All right. Um, For someone who's maybe never heard your music before, how would you describe your sound to them? It's so funny because I'm still kind of describing it myself. I recently, after releasing Breakup Season, um, that was more of my kind of like, okay, I'm going to try this new sound. Um, Before it was more of like huge country production. I want these slow drums. I want this banjo here, like this uh, um, chord right here of this guitar, maybe this guitar lick, maybe that kind of, you know, whatever. That's what I was doing in those um, beforehand. And I would fully say that that was just country. Um, but now switching over, I've been, I've been working with, um, my friend, Alex Angelo, and he's a producer here. He's a writer. He wrote breakup season and old school love with me. Um, now I would say, cause he's more of a pop producer yeah. and I'm kind of challenging him as a country artist to make country pop stuff. So my genre, I would say is more country pop, but I also really like bringing in, um, and writing songs about life situations and what everybody goes through, not just me, because I know somebody somewhere is going through this exact same thing. Maybe it's just a tiny bit different, but feeling the same feelings. If I put that into a song, then I know that they can relate to it. And I mean, that's kind of how I would describe my music. I definitely have a ton more songs like that coming out um, soon, too. So uh, we'll see. But I'm excited. I'm very excited about it. I hope people can understand that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And it's uh, when it comes to your music, what would you say is the general message that you're trying to send to your fans and why? Um, Don't be afraid to show off your true feelings and even even if it's a terrible emotion if you're sad um somebody somewhere is going through it too perfect that's what i would say that describes (laughs) (laughs) and um most of all my songs are like that awesome and i want to know who inspires you in the industry but i want to know do you have specific ones um, that inspire you towards performing and then towards songwriting separately? Oh my gosh. That's a really good question. Nobody's ever asked me that. Song, well, like, yeah, okay. Songwriting right now, I would probably say, and the way I'm trying to improve my vocal style is Mary Morris. Okay. I love her. I love her songs. They're awesome. Her voice is incredible to me. And I know everybody has their own unique voice, but there's just something she does with her voice. And I don't know if you've like, have you heard her new stuff that she's Uh, just released? I don't know if I've, no, I haven't listened to her new stuff yet. So good. Circles Around This Town. Amazing song. It's literally, she wrote that song literally about her moving to Nashville. Um, writing all the songs, then it becoming my, my church becoming a hit. 
in her writing this song that she wrote that she's singing right then and there and then that chorus is about the song that she's literally singing it's so good and I aspire like I aspire to write like that all the time and that her little vocal things that she does in the song is just awesome so I probably would say that she is the person that I look up to that in that way um performing wise I actually would watch Taylor Swift when I was like a teenager watch her do her tours and I never seen her live or anything but I would look her up and I would be like how is she such a good entertainer and I would study her moves oh. <laughs> um I would try to see like what she does in her production well, obviously I don't really have a lot of like stage production anywhere. Cause I just really get bands together, but like anything she does as a performer, that's where I got all my moves from. <laughs> I'm going to say my first country concert. Cause I never used to be big into country when I really, yeah, I was more like nineties R and B pop top 40. Um, I did okay. stuff back in the day, but starting all this stuff i kind of got brought into the country scene and then i fell in love it was great and you have to you do and it's like the whole country (laughs) was so welcoming and it was like i was like yeah this is where i belong like this is it oh my gosh yeah um and and that yeah that's why i love it too everybody is so welcoming and i felt like i just fit right in everyone i feel like everyone's willing to help each other that's the biggest thing I've noticed. Don't get me wrong. Everyone's got their clicks still. Like every industry, every genre has that stuff, but in drama, uh-huh. I just felt the country scene was everyone's willing to help each other, work with each other, you know, mm-hmm. guide each other in certain ways. If someone does make it big, it's not, they're not, you know, not talking to anyone over here. It's like everyone grows together. I find everyone grows together. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I find the other awesome. genres are not quite like that. It's a little different. no, yeah, not at all. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like country music is a is a community which of just loving people. That's there, it. I mean, there can be drama, you know, once in a while, but we're always we're always there for everybody. I agree, and but I was <laughs> before I got into country, I had a buddy who was like a huge Taylor Swift fan. Huge. Oh yeah! And so my first country concert was Kenny Chesney and Taylor Swift. Yes, was like, wasn't that her first tour? It's like a stadium, like um, big stadium tour. Yes, I know what you're talking about. That is yeah. awesome. It was like, and when I was there, I was like, "This is a blast!" Like this. Is a blast. <laughs> so- I remember he got ticket because I made I made him pay for the tickets. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, okay, that's fine. You pay for it." Yeah, sure, I'll come, kind of thing. And then <laughs> I had a blast, so that's too that's fun. Awesome. Yeah, she's so good. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, let's talk your new single, Old School Love. Tell us about it, how it all came together. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so old school love was written after breakup season. So I wrote breakup season in January of 2021 last year. And um, 
you know, at that point I was going through a breakup, whatever, all that stuff. And I was sick of, this is why I wrote breakup season first. I was sick of writing sad songs. Um, I was, I was just upset all the time. And so that's where breakup season came about. But after breakup season was written, I still felt like I was missing something. And I went into a write that day with about the same people who wrote breakup season. Um, but I was like, guys, I know we wrote this song. We wrote a couple of other songs, but at that point it was, I think it was maybe March or something. I don't remember. And, um, I was trying, trying to get back into the dating scene, <laughs> trying to get over that breakup, you know? Yep. And, um, I realized so quickly cause I went my relationship that, cause the breakup was like five and a half years long almost six years long so it was kind of weird getting back out in the dating scene especially in Nashville because I had been in that I was in a relationship the whole time I had been here and I gotta tell you I had no idea how to talk to men how to talk how to flirt how to how to do anything yeah I had no clue And I figured out that it was because since the last time, well, when I was a teenager, I was trying to like date guys. It was like almost 10 years ago. The whole scene has changed. There's dating apps. There's, uh, uh, well, mostly dating apps. And I just can't do that. Like I want to meet people and talk to them. And, um, so there was this uh, a one boy that I really liked who is the boy that I'm seeing now. Um, I met him in April. So I probably wrote Old School Love around then. But um, I realized like, man, I hate this generation. I hate dating in this generation, especially in Nashville. It's so hard. Like there are only musicians here. Yep. Who am I going to like, What what is happening? And um, I went to that right and I was like, guys, it is so hard to date. And I just kind of wish I was I was born in a generation without cell phones. So maybe like this boy could come up to my door and, and be like, hey, can I take so and so? Well, I mean, I guess I don't have any parents anymore, but like still like come to my door, pick me up, open the car door for me, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that's why we wrote it. <laughs> I was really wanting that old school kind of love. And um, after uh, we released breakup season, we didn't put anything out for a long time because we released that in July, July, August. Um, We didn't put anything else out because we knew old school love was next, but we wanted it to come out at the right time. And this was the right time that we wanted it to be around Valentine's day and stuff where everybody is love because <laughs> it's not breakup season no more. That's right. <laughs> love it. Um, perfect. Is it uh, available on all platforms? It is available on all platforms. It came out on Valentine's day and it is doing awesome. Um, it's on so many Spotify playlists. I can't, I'm really excited to see what more it, it can do. So wow. love it. Love it. And um, do you do a lot of co-writing? Oh, yeah. Co-write yeah. all the time. 
<laughs> your, what's your favorite thing about the whole co-writing process? Oh my gosh. So I didn't start co-writing until I moved to Nashville. Obviously that makes sense. Um, but it was so hard for me to really learn how to write with other people. And it's crazy now because now it's hard for me to write a song alone. Interesting. <laughs> so I learned how to really write with people. At first, I was afraid to just kind of like let people know my thoughts. At first, I was like, that's just going to be really stupid. They're obviously so much better than me. I'll just let them figure this out. And I'll just get like maybe one line in there. You know, that's what I used to do. Yeah. And nowadays, my that is my favorite part about it where you can, you can go in with a co-write, you can tell somebody something and then they'll be like, Oh my God, that's so cool. That could be part of the song that could go here. And then they say something and you're like, Whoa, I like that. And yeah. you put that together. And it's just like things that you would never think by yourself. You know, it's, it's the help of somebody else's mind. Um, and that's, that's totally my favorite thing about it. And now it's so hard for me to write a song alone. <laughs> I, I, that would be me. I'd be that guy who just, let me just get the one line. That's, you know. We'll leave, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> Which works too. Like you wrote the song. That's true. That's true. Um, obviously, like, you know, from your your past song and stuff, where do you find most of your inspiration? I'm going to assume life experiences, obviously. <laughs> um. My inspiration, uh, honestly, I would probably say it's from my parents okay. just because uh, they had a really, really like crazy life of trying to have kids. So our, I mentioned I was a triplet earlier and we have an older sister. She's 12 years older than us. Um, they tried for 12 years to have another kid and they ended up with three. So that was really their lifelong goal. Well, lifelong. They just really wanted to have kids and let them have a really good life. And once I learned that when I was about, I don't know, eight or nine, that all they really wanted for their girls was to do something in life that makes you happy and you'll always love. Um, that's where I was like, I'm definitely pursuing music. So if it wasn't for them, I, I don't know if I would be pursuing music. That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, how about your, when songwriting, is that kind of where you get it from as well? Or where does the inspiration come from when you songwrite? It was a little different because um, they didn't really understand. Well, they didn't really care for the songwriting process, but they would like some songs. They really mostly loved the artists in country music um but when I was a kid Alan Jackson for example my mom would listen to him all the time that's her favorite and uh he has cover songs of other country artists um what's that Char Charlie Pride song kissing an angel good morning Alan Jackson does that too I didn't even know it was Charlie Pride until my mom told me she was like you know if you want to grow up one day to be a singer you can write songs or you can sing covers just like this one. And I was like, that is cool. So that's where my mom was the first one to be like, I could write songs, but I can also sing covers. But that was where like, I was like, yeah, I can write songs. Um, so I would say my mom is a big part of that too, but still Taylor Swift, 
yep. she she really inspired me. <laughs> awesome. And uh with songwriting, co-writing, what what is the weirdest? This I'm gonna ask this question. I'm curious if you have a story. What is the weirdest, most awkward way you've ever come up with a song? Weirdest, most awkward way. Yeah. Is it like some funny that was said in a co-write and you guys just made it a song? Is it, I don't know. I've had examples of like people eavesdropping at the grocery store. Like, is there a weird moment you've ever had where like I'm writing about it? Wow. That is a great question. I I have those a lot. But they're so often that I have to pick something, you know? (laughs) I'm like, you seem so outgoing and fun. And I'm like, she's got to have something. She has to have a fun one. I know. It happens every day. Um, Mostly, most of the time, it's when I'm taking a shower. Because, you know, you're just like washing your hair. And the only thing you can do is think about things. Yep. So I'm always like, hmm, that's a great song. And then sometimes, sometimes it's so good. Where I'm like, okay, I gotta get out, and I like shampoo in my hair. I get my phone, and I'm already like typing it all down, and then I like maybe do a little recording of it, and I'll get back in the shower and like finish things up. I I feel like that's always like the weirdest time I think of songs, but (laughs) I haven't really thought of like something specific that's like super crazy. They're usually just like a love song or a, a feel good like everybody's got one kind of song and yep that kind of thing yep fair enough yeah now i'm always <laughs> like i gotta get a funny story get it get it out of them you know so, <laughs> yeah uh, the shower happens all the time though yeah those those shower thoughts or whatever people people say <laughs> hey that's a good song hey put me on it <laughs> that's that's it it's a hit i see it that's pretty cool um i'll write it we're gonna write it yeah, hey i'll friend. give you i'll give you percentage on it give me my one line just the one. yeah yeah your one line we still will go right here give me my one line <laughs> um awesome uh going back to old school love uh do you have a music video for it or plans for one or uh, we're in the works of talking about one. We don't have one yet, but we definitely are planning one. So that's going to be super fun. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, you play in Broadway and stuff. Do you have any shows lined up people can look forward to? Oh, yeah. I play Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, Tootsie's World Famous Orchid Lounge, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, the times change, uh, sometimes, but it's usually 10 to close. Sometimes we'll play six to 10, but it's always in the evening or nighttime, but I'm always there. So if you are in Nashville on Broadway, come see me. I'm crazy. (laughs) Perfect. And, uh, what else is next for you? Um, you know, I'm just getting ready for the next releases and kind of deciding right now uh, what songs are good to release for 
maybe an EP or an album. I don't know yet, but we're in the, in the talks of that too. So that's what we're looking forward to right now. And hopefully something great can come out of it. Awesome. All right, Gracie, last thing, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. You can find me at the Gracie Carol, the Gracie Carol on all social media platforms. Super easy. Um, my name is Gracie Carol on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, all that stuff. Love Come it. follow me. Love it. All right, guys, go grab her new single, Old School Love. And Gracie, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you so much, Cody. You're so awesome. I appreciate you having me on the show. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, keep in touch and hopefully see you in Nashville whenever I decide to come. <laughs> yes, let me know when you come. Absolutely. All right. Well, take care. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. As well.